You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. body was so soft that the bullet hardly slowed down as it passed through it and whistled in the air behind her. The young red guard tumbled down along with her flag, her light form descending even more slowly than the piece of red fabric, like a little bird unwilling to leave the sky. The red union warriors shouted in joy. A few rushed to the foot of the building, tore away the battle banner of the April 28th Brigade, and seized the slender, lifeless body. They raised their trophy overhead and flaunted it for a while, before tossing it toward the top of the metal gate of the compound. Most of the gate's metal bars, capped with sharp tips, had been pulled down at the beginning of the factional civil wars to be used as spears, but two still remained. As their sharp tips caught the girl, life seemed to return momentarily to her body. The Red Guards backed up some distance and began to use the impaled body for target practice. For her, the dense storm of bullets was now no different from a gentle rain, as she could no longer feel anything. From time to time, her vine-like arms jerked across her body softly, as though she were flicking off drops of rain. And then, half of her young head was blown away, and only a single beautiful eye remained to stare at the blue sky of 1967. There was no pain in that gaze, only solidified devotion and yearning. And yet, compared to some others, she was fortunate. At least she died in the throes of passionately sacrificing herself for an ideal. Battles like this one raged across Beijing like a multitude of CPUs working in parallel, their combined output, the Cultural Revolution. A flood of madness drowned the city and seeped into every nook and cranny. At the edge of the city, on the exercise grounds of Tsinghua University, a mass struggle session attended by thousands had been going on for nearly two hours. This was a public rally intended to humiliate and break down the enemies of the revolution through verbal and physical abuse until they confessed to their crimes before the crowd. As the revolutionaries had splintered into numerous factions, opposing forces everywhere engaged in complex maneuvers and contests. Within the university, intense conflicts erupted between the Red Guards, the Cultural Revolution Working Group, the workers' propaganda team, and the military propaganda team. And each faction divided into new rebel groups from time to time, each based on different backgrounds and agendas, leading to even more ruthless fighting. But for this mass struggle session, the victims were the reactionary bourgeois academic authorities. These were the enemies of every faction, and they had no choice but to endure cruel attacks from every side. Compared to other monsters and demons, reactionary academic authorities were special. Originally a term from Buddhism, monsters and demons was used during the Cultural Revolution to refer to all the enemies of the revolution. During the earliest struggle sessions, they had been both arrogant and stubborn. That was also the stage in which they had died in the largest numbers. Over a period of 40 days, in Beijing alone, 
More than 1,700 victims of struggle sessions were beaten to death. Many others picked an easier path to avoid the madness. Lao Shu, Wu Han, Tian Bozan, Fu Lei, Zhao Chu Zan, Yi Chun, Wen Xie, Hai Mo, and other once respected intellectuals had all chosen to end their lives. Those who survived that initial period gradually became numb as the ruthless struggle sessions continued. The protective mental shell helped them avoid total breakdown. They often seemed to be half asleep during the sessions and would only startle awake when someone screamed in their faces to make them mechanically recite their confessions, already repeated countless times. Then, some of them entered a third stage. The constant, unceasing struggle sessions injected vivid political images into their consciousness, like mercury, until their minds, erected upon knowledge and rationality, collapsed under the assault. They began to really believe that they were guilty, to see how they had harmed the great cause of the revolution.